This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You're live with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo with my friend, co-host, Annie Barrara. We've got a great show for you today. Of course, we'll be going open line later in the hour, talking tech, taking your calls and questions. We'll also be talking security. Is antivirus dead? Do you have to worry about it anymore? Well, we'll give you the lowdown on that uh, as well. And uh, we'll also talk about how you can uh, help disadvantaged youth by purchasing a phone. That's all you got to do. Get a new phone. Some interesting stuff in the news, Andy. Uh, I saw a really interesting video from Microsoft this week. Uh, They're demoing their new Skype translator. Millions of people use Skype. I use it all the time myself. Uh, They're going to be releasing a new version uh, later this year as a Windows app. And this, this new version of Skype, it's almost like that Star Trek Universal Translator. I can be Skyping with someone, like video Skyping, with uh, a friend, uh, let's say, uh, in France. And I don't have to know French. I'll basically talk to them, and the Skype translator will instantly translate it. Well, Mike, the thing is, seeing is believing, or in this case, hearing, because if you were just to tell me this, I would have been very skeptical that it would work. But you grabbed me at the office, and you're like, watch this. And I couldn't believe just how accurate it was. Because we've seen voice translations and for, you know, for a couple of years now, but something that accurate was pretty amazing. I mean, not wasn't perfect, but I mean, it was the pretty mess- darn good. So the, the demo, and you've got to Google this uh, if you're in front of a computer or you've got your tablet with you. Um, Basically, it was uh, two people using the Skype translator doing a video chat. Uh, it was a, a gal in Germany mm-hmm. who spoke German and then uh, uh, an Indian fellow uh, that spoke English. And he had a bit of an accent as well. And so basically, he was talking to her in real time. And as he was talking, it would instantly translate it. You can see the text up on the screen on the video screen. But she's also hearing it in a, a computer voice. And the computer voice was really good. Yeah. Uh I was pretty Isn't impressed. that amazing? Yeah, and just imagine what this will do for the business world. It's going to open up so much more opportunities for people if you can have a conversation in your native language and it translates in real time to the person on the other side. It could be on the other side of the, of, of the world and you could be doing business now with something like this. It's, it's, it's super fascinating. If you get a chance, uh, Google uh, Skype Translator and see if you can find the... Uh, uh, the video for this, the demo, it's uh, amazing. So they say that it's uh, going to be coming out uh, later this year. Mm-hmm. I'm totally trying that out. Kind of makes sense now that Microsoft bought Skype. Yeah. You can totally see that they had a big, bigger vision for, the, for Skype. So other uh, interesting thing, I talked about uh, this with Jill Bennett on her show this morning. Uh, Google takes first steps to give Europeans the right to be forgotten. Yes. Explain this, Andy. So basically... Sometimes people do things and it gets up on the internet and you just wish that it could just disappear, that you couldn't search for it. You know, people have uh, embarrassing photos or something gets published to a blog that you want off. It was very, very difficult for a long time. Well, in Europe, they actually have been going and battling with Google and they finally have ruled that Google has to enable it, that you can, you know, basically eliminate things that you could search for. So they control about 90% of all the searches in Europe. So this is a, a big thing. You're talking about a population of about 500 million people. And if somebody wants something erased from the Internet, they can just contact Google. And then Google has to investigate and 
may you know they might have to actually eliminate from the internet. How they're going to implement search, search results? Search though. results. Yeah. Search results. So it'll still exist on the net, but it'll be very difficult to find because you won't be able to search it on Google. Imagine implementing something like this. I, I can't even imagine. Like, well, how would the, you do that? Google's getting all their senior advisors. They're like sitting in a war room, going, "How can we possibly do this? We have five hundred million people." And they need to be able to contact us, and we yeah, need billions to billions of searches. So the idea is, if you've got uh, uh, some stuff up there, maybe it's uh, information about your criminal record or some bad pictures, <laughs> stuff that you wish would just disappear. Yeah, um, you can basically, if this all comes to fruition, uh, contact Google and ask them to take the search link down. I just don't know, like, how do you determine what? can be taken down or not. Oh, I don't like that picture of me because it's my, you know, the bad side of my face. Yeah, I blinked. I blinked, right? Like, how do you do it? I, I don't know. And uh, I don't think Google knows either. I didn't think that they actually thought they would ever, it would ever come to this where they would have to deal with some, a problem like this. But that doesn't mean that people can't search on Bing and find the same information. So it's just, it's just Google. But it'll be uh, interesting to see if they could actually pull this off. One new... Bring up a friend here. His name's Joe Otterino. He's with uh, Virgin Mobile. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? How you doing, Mike? Nice to talk to you. Yeah, I haven't talked to you for a while. Uh, you've got a really great program going on uh, now over there called Regeneration, and uh, I wanted to bring you uh, on the line here to talk about it for our listeners, uh, basically uh, people who um, want to help uh, at-risk and, and homeless, homeless youth uh, can work with you by basically purchasing a phone. That's right. It's that easy. There's a few other programs they can participate in, but the easiest one is you just pick up a Samsung Galaxy S5 from Virgin Mobile, and $15 will go right to regeneration. And so what is the program all about, and, and how, how do you guys help? Sure. So what I'm going to start with is um, what's going on out there. So right now we see that there's about 225,000 youth across Canada without a job or not in school. Um, the latest stats show us that 35,000 actually live in emergency shelters. And on average, every night, there's probably about 6,000 of them sleeping on the street. So uh, Virgin Mobile Canada and Virgin Unite, which is the charitable arm of Virgin Group, teamed up and created Regeneration. And it's a series of programs that allow um, our customer base, but also Canadians at large, to come and join us to raise some awareness and raise some money. And uh, one of the key programs is the one that we're just talking about here, which is um, buying a, buying a GS5. And you know, this is a, a great uh, great thing that uh, folks can do out there. I mean, if you're in the market for a new cell phone, uh, a Samsung Galaxy S5, uh, by purchasing it through you guys, you'll actually donate some money to to help these uh, these kids. That's right. It goes directly to a bunch of charitable organizations who really are focused on. Uh, not only supporting the youth in their current crisis, but making sure that they actually get out of the cycle of homelessness and giving them um, support and opportunities and experiences that give them the confidence to get back into uh, a normal life that you and I would expect. Joe, how did this all start? What, did it come from like the top down? Because I know Richard Branson was in Vancouver about a year or two ago uh, talking about this regeneration program. Was it his idea that to put something like this together? He definitely has a lot to do with it. Uh, we started it in 2008, and uh, I think most, most of your listeners may know that Sir Richard Branson is um, a man who really believes in a business and a force for good, and that's a philosophy he really tries to influence all the Virgin companies across the globe to do. 
And when we sort of took a look at who our employees are, um, who our customers seem to be, it just seemed obvious that there was a problem in Canada that we had to fix. And with the influence and inspiration of, of uh, Mr. Branson, we, we, we launched Regeneration back in 2008. Very cool. Is there somewhere uh, that uh, people can find out more information about this, Joe, online? Yeah, they can go to uh, virginmobile.ca slash regeneration, and they'll learn about a whole bunch of programs we have from text to donate to adding a dollar to your, your phone bill and, of course, buying the phone. Very cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show to talk about this. Of course, they can go down to a Virgin store as well and find out more. Absolutely. Mike, thanks a lot for uh, giving us some airtime. Yeah, really no, no worries. Anytime, Joe. Joe Otterino, he's Managing Director over at Virgin Canada, talking about the Regeneration Program. Purchase a Samsung Galaxy S5 from uh, the Virgin folks, and they'll donate some uh, money to disadvantaged youth. When we come back from the break, is antivirus software dead? Do you need it anymore? Well, we'll get the lowdown on that, and... Uh, Help you make the right decision. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We will, of course, be going open line later on in the show, taking your tech calls and questions. Of course, you can also tweet us at Get Connected Now. We'd love to hear uh, from you, your thoughts uh, as uh, we're going through the show. Or if you've got any questions as well, Got a cool new uh, giant tweet board. Yeah. Is that what they call it? I don't know what they call it. It's like a, a giant screen with all the tweets coming in. So uh, if you've got questions for us, our guests, uh, or tech questions in general, because we will be going open line shortly, uh, get them going at Get Connected Now. Is antivirus software, is antivirus dead? Uh, interesting. Uh, I think a lot of people know the semantic folks. They make uh, Norton Antivirus and a number of other security products. Uh, one of the biggest ones out there for many, many years, starting back when I was getting into computers in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, uh, Brian Dye, he's Semantic Senior Vice President for Information Security, he said, we don't think of antivirus as a moneymaker in any way. Mm-hmm. On the line right now, we've uh, got our security expert, uh, Marty Algar. He's the founder of Fix Me Stick. Marty, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, guys. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. So that was an interesting uh, comment from uh, the semantic uh, vice president there. Is antivirus dead? The, yeah, it, it was an interesting comment because sort of all kinds of other, sort of other companies like to, who are, who are sort of promoting alternative solutions have been calling that one uh, for years, but um, not the market leader. And so it, was a, um, it did uh, generate um, a lot of response and discussion within the security uh, community. And um, and I and I don't think uh, I don't think antivirus is is dead as a as a technology or or as an approach. Um, I think uh, one of the the best analogy I sort of picked up during this sort of the, the news storm that followed that article was the the notion that um, it's like a good lock on your car door. I mean, it can be it can be readily beaten by a by a thief, but you still do it just because it's a you know it's, it's a simple defense. And it's um, and some defense is is better than no defense if the consequences are small. So, so we're looking at viruses and and malware. What are what are the differences? There's really uh, no difference between uh, viruses and, and malware. So, um, ma- malware is a, a more general term for uh, all different types of malicious software, and uh, virus. The, ter- the term virus has a more um, historical meaning, which was the uh, initial 
a type of malicious software that was self-replicating, meaning that once it, it infected a computer, um, it had the, the means by which to uh, sort of jump computer to computer and spread itself automatically. But nowadays, I mean, the, the terms are interchangeable in in sort of most in sort of most discussion, virus, malware. How, how how concerned should people be? Like, you know, if you buy a new Windows uh, PC or desktop now, uh, typically it it comes preloaded with uh, Microsoft's uh, anti-malware uh, on it. Do they should they be concerned still? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think people should should be concerned. And so I don't think um, I don't think being being concerned is 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 the um, I don't think it's something to, to be concerned about. I guess it's the, especially with a, a brand new PC, um, it is essentially uh, guaranteed to be to be clean of, of malware. I mean, there are isolated cases. It has happened where um, a vendor has um, shipped hardware or new PCs, um, and somehow uh, some malicious software got on there. But um, that's 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 very rare. So a new PC, uh, you know, it's got it's it's going to come pre-set up with security settings and antivirus software. And at that state, you know, it's, it's, it's in a good state. It's, it's, it's protections are there and it's no need for concern. Marty, you know, you've been in the cybersecurity industry for a long time. What are the most common viruses or, or problems that people are having uh, these days? The, so we, we see a lot of the uh, ransomware type of malware. So, um, this is malware that will uh, take the PC completely hostage, such that the the owner or the user um, really can't do anything, um, and so they are they're they're sort of the 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 ran they're 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 held ransom until they sort of uh, uh, pay the malware authors for them to go away, um, and of course there's, there's no guarantee that the the malware then does return control back or or doesn't in some cases um, uh, it'll encrypt the files and then not decrypt the files and you pay the ransom. So it's, it, it's a real, um, it, that one's a, a real messy virus and it's, it's one that um, has caused significant sort of pain and suffering uh, all over the world. Um, and then the other, another virus that is common and it's called the, the TDL4. And so it's a sort of a, the, Industry term or their technical term for the virus, but um, it's it's almost uh, impossible to remove with software tools um, because it, it it inserts itself sort of so early in the boot process, and so the um, it's 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 one that can go undetected on a PC for years. Well, it's interesting. You know, we talk about these new PCs, and you know, Windows for many years now has had the built-in security, but um, you know, you guys uh, came up with a little fix me stick, which I still love that thing even though most of these computers have like the antivirus and anti-malware software uh some of the stuff still gets through yeah the, the, the last few years the malware has been like um thumping or running circles around anti-malware and that it goes to there's a it's it's far in a computer from a computer science perspective it's far easier to make tens of thousands of variations of a single malware, and it, it's very hard to uh, the reverse problem is very hard. So it's very hard to find tens of thousands of variations of the same malware. So the 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 general sort of uh, plan of attack for malware authors has been 
write one virus and then modify it using a program 10,000 or 100,000 times and release it. Which is difficult to uh, catch. So, uh, you know, your little Fix Me stick there basically has uh, a number of different programs on there. You stick it into the computer or, or laptop, and uh, it can clean up most of this, this junk. Yeah, the advantage of the Fix Me stick as a, as a detection and removal tool is it runs while the host computer isn't running. And so it's got its own sort of clean system on the stick. And so the, the infected computer, the, the, the compromised computer, um, can't either compromise the scan or can't um, disable the process that's going to ultimately remove the virus. And so that's an approach that has been sort of, uh, blessed by the cybersecurity departments in, in Canada and the USA um, and by cybersecurity experts the world over. Where can uh, people find out more information uh, about uh, Fix Me Stick? Uh, you can find out more about Fix Me Stick um, at our website, so fixmestick.com. Very cool. And uh, that's available uh, at most stores, uh, London Drugs as well? Yeah, it's available at most stores. And um, especially at London Drugs right now, we have a spring clean your PC uh, promotion. And so um, London Drugs has got a special price, and uh, you can see it right on the floor in a big sort of display with the, um, with the spring clean your PC promotion. You should get like your uh, a cardboard cutout of you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, I pitched them on that, so <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, thanks for joining us, Marty. My pleasure, guys. And that was Marty from Fix Me Stick. Uh, so obviously, malware is still uh, an issue. Most computers have uh, the built-in antivirus and what have you, but it's still good to have that backup. Uh, Fix me stick. Well, it's like what he said. Some computers can get hijacked, so having Fix Me Stick run before Windows runs is the best way to get all the viruses off. We're going open line, taking your calls and questions. Any tech questions, 604-280-9898. Long distance, 1-877-399-9898. Or you can tweet our Twitter handle with your question as well, at Get Connected Now. When we come back, your calls, and we'll tell you about the fabulous prize we're giving away a Samsung Galaxy S5 and how you can win. We're open line here on Get Connected, 604-280-9898, 1-877-399-9898, taking any of your tech calls and questions. And, of course, you can also tweet those questions uh, at Get Connected Now. Got a giant board here. I can't I help but see these things now. Right, now you got to get your tweet Twitter on, is right? in my face now, Andy. <laughs> Finally. Finally. 604-280-9898. If you've got any tech calls or questions, you need some on-air tech support, we can help you out. Andy, we got like a smoking prize today. That's right. We're going to be giving away a Virgin Mobile Samsung Galaxy GS5. That's the latest Galaxy phone. It is probably the most popular Android phone or flagship phone in the world. If you have an Android phone, chances are you have one of the Galaxy lines. It's really the rival mic to the Apple iPhone in terms of like head-to-head. They, it can do just about the same thing, the um, unlock your, your phone with your finger. And it also has a heartbeat monitor on the back, which is kind of cool. You just stick your finger on the back, and you can measure what your heartbeat is. Who would have ever thought I that would have been the I should those potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> now my phone will tell me this. you got to go to our website to enter to win the Virgin Mobile Samsung Galaxy S5, www.getconnectedmedia.com. You'll see the contest page over there. Click on that to win. And we got some other contests that are still open, so be sure to look at all the contests 
and enter them all at once at www.getconnectedmedia.com. Samsung Galaxy S5 contest is brought to you by our friends over at uh, Virgin Mobile and their regeneration uh, program that helps uh, disadvantage uh, youth. youth. They'll uh, donate, uh, I believe, $15 from every, from every Samsung Galaxy S5 purchase to the uh, program. So uh, a great cause. If you're in the market for a phone, definitely uh, something you want to check out. I'm going to jump here to uh, Malcolm, who's on the line. Hey, Malcolm. Uh, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Can you comment on GraphTech International and graphene as it as it is now used in computers? That is an interesting question. Uh, graphene is a new type of uh, material that scientists have developed that they say is the next superconductor that can be used in uh, electronics, computers, smartphones, uh, that has uh, better conducting uh, capabilities than other materials like silicon, for example. That's right. I think if my memory serves me correct, it was discovered back in 2004 at the University of Manchester. And what was unique about it, it's a single atom thick crystal. And it was unusually conductive. They were like surprised. And so now they're One atom thick. One atom thick. That is crazy. Yes. Yeah. And it's so conductive as well. So... The next step is to how do we incorporate these in computers and tr transistors and the entire semiconductor industry is really interested about this because it can open up a whole new doors of what we can do and make things smaller, which is a trend that we've been seeing. So, yeah, so this is something that we'll actually see coming up in the next few years. Exactly, exactly. Devices that have uh, this type of material incorporated into Just it. Just because it, it conducts energy so well, um, it's only a matter of time before we're going to be using these in, in these smaller uh, computer chips. Did you see these um, these uh, Google driverless cars they announced? That's right. Yes. So you know we've we've uh, seen you know the Google cars, uh, these driverless cars. They have them down in California and in Nevada now that they're testing. Uh, essentially, they've got all sorts of sensors and cameras on them, and they drive themselves. They still have to have two passengers in the front seat in case things go horribly awry, uh, but uh, they're they're pretty cool. So Google now is. Uh, building 100 prototypes of, like, it looks like a little mini mini bug yeah. car um, that can completely drive without any humans. There's no steering wheel or anything. You go in and you give it voice commands or you just use the screen to tell it where you want to go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's almost like uh, the kind of Jetsons type of thing, but uh, they, they've shown that they can make it work. The question is, they're only doing, I think it was 100 that they're making right now? Yeah, and these things can only go about 40 kilometers an hour. Yes. So they can't and do too much damage. An another another issue about that is it relies heavily on the mapping system. So you just basically point what destination you want to go, yeah. and then it will take you there. Uh, it's an interesting concept that you have no steering wheel, no brakes. It just does everything by itself. That probably be, we won't see on the roads for a long time, but the fact that they're testing it out is, is a good sign, and it just shows that uh, the driverless car industry is going to happen. We don't know. Not, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but we know – over time, even legislation in, in the states is changing to allow for these uh, driverless cars. And it's, it's taken a, a, lot, a long time for that to happen. Would you get in one? Absolutely. Just imagine, like, we always talk about the restaurant industry and the pubs industries of how they've been struggling with, uh, you know, all the legislation for drinking and driving. If this technology exists, I could imagine restaurants and stuff having fleets of these vehicles to take you home, maybe pick you up, take you to an establishment or drinking establishment, then take you back home and you can get safe. It would uh, revolutionize a lot of the uh, pubs and stuff around here. Yeah, I've got something like that now. It's called my son. <laughs> he, he's got his driver's license. So. <laughs> Picks you up and drops you off. E exactly. Much to his uh, dismay. <laughs> yes.
604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere else in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. We're going to go to the phone lines here again. Elaine from Chilliwack. Hey, Elaine. Hi. Hi. What can we do Uh, for you? I have a Fix Me Sit, which I had to use uh, previously. But just listening to the chap, um, should I plug this in every once in a while and, and let it do a scan or a check or something? Uh, you know, that's uh, yeah, there's definitely no harm in that. Um, most computers now, uh, you know, especially Windows PCs, have the security software built into it, but stuff still gets through. Yeah. And so uh, every so often, I've got, I've got to fix me stick. I just let it run, run its course just to see if it'll pick up anything. What I usually do is I will use the antivirus software on my computer, and it says nothing has been detected. And I go, really? And then I reset it, put the fix me <laughs> stick in, and then check and see if something else comes up. Yeah. Because like Marty had said, your computer can get hijacked, and it can hide things. You can have like malware in your toolbar, so you, when you type something, it redirects you somewhere else. All these little tiny things that you might not notice. That's why I like about the fix me stick is that it does it even before Windows boots up. It's actually running Linux yeah. operating system, downloading the latest antivirus using your Wi-Fi connection, and then updating it inside there, cleaning your computer, and then Windows boots up. I remember somebody came to the office, Mike, to have the computer fixed, and you were like, absolutely, I'll fix it. And you got it all set up, and you were like, Andy, I'm going for lunch. Just press next when this is done. <laughs> and so I walked by your desk, press next, and it, it found the viruses and cleaned yep. it out. And yep. you weren't even there. And, I know. And you, so got all, and you got all the credit. Yeah, it was uh, one of our, uh, our art director's uh, friend, his laptop. He just could not get the viruses off there, so we stuck a... That little fix me stick in, and it, it worked. And it was so easy to yeah. fix. I just I hate viruses and stuff like that. It's just so hard to get that junk out of your computer. Six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. We're taking your calls and questions. Open line here on Get Connected. Your on air tech support, or we can give you buying advice for the uh, the gadgets that you're looking for as well. We're gonna have to take a break, but when we come back, more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. We're taking your calls and questions. 604-280-9898. Contest, Andy. Giving away a Virgin Mobile Samsung Galaxy S5. This is probably the most famous Android phone on the market today. Has a finger sensor on the back to measure your heart rate. You could also unlock it with the tip of your finger as well. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win. Be sure to look at some other contests. I know we have an Epson workforce printer also up. You want to enter that while you're on our site, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Just down in Mexico last week for uh, a wedding mm-hmm. and a little bit of a holiday. Um, I tried out those uh, those sunglasses, the pivot head sunglasses yes. that have the video camera built in. Yeah. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, the, the video quality is fantastic. So these are sunglasses, um, and they've got this tiny, you can't even see it. It's a tiny little camera right between the two two lenses. Yeah, and basically you just turn them on with a little button on the on the arm, and whatever you're looking at, it records in right HD, in HD, high definition video. Yeah, I did the Vancouver Sun Run. I was telling you when we first got into. Yes, the I saw some of that footage. Yeah, it was a, some, a little a little bumpy. Some of the worst <laughs> footage ever. One thing they need to do with that with those sunglasses, the pivot head sunglasses, is some kind of image stabilization. I don't know how you can like if you're running like you're. That's a lot of bouncing. Yeah. So I but I did find like if you're standing still and looking around, fantastic. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's almost yeah. uh, some people get creeped out about it because you can't tell that there's even a camera in the middle unless no, you're really looking yeah, for the it. Privacy is not good. 
Yeah, but yeah. Uh, someone like imagine law enforcement if they use that. Yeah. That's that's uh, a perfect for like as evidence in a court case. Yep, because that you're seeing exactly what the officer was seeing. It's can't get any better, and there's audio as well. Well, it, it's funny because uh, so we're at this wedding. It's on the beach, and uh, I'm, I'm in the wedding party because my brother Nell's getting married, and so I couldn't wear the sunglasses because that looked kind of weird. So I made uh, my friend Dana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She made her wear these crazy sunglasses, <laughs> but it was it was cool. Have you looked at the footage yet? Yeah, yeah. I think the footage is great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's amazing. Just the technology now is just uh, incredible to allow you to do that. Going to jump here to the phone lines. We got Linda and West Van. Hey, Linda. Hi. Hi. My daughter is going um, in October away to university, and I want to be able to Skype with her. Yeah. And our um, original iPad doesn't have a camera, and we have Apple everything because I'm not very computer literate and everything's so easy. Yeah. But um, the price is pretty high, and I was thinking, is an iPad the best tablet for me, or would um, like the Samsung Galaxy be better, or what tablet would you recommend for ease of use and that I could Skype with? Yeah, I mean, that is a great question. So the original iPads, uh, the first ones that came out, did not have the camera built in, so you couldn't Skype with them. So every other iPad after that, yes, you could. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, to your point, uh, Linda, yes, they are pricier than every other tablet out there, essentially. But, um, you know, if you've got Apple computers in your home uh, or even an iPhone, um, those all have, you know, the laptops anyway and the iPhones, they have the cameras built in, so you mm-hmm. can Skype from there. Um, if you're looking at a new tablet, pretty well most of the tablets in the market today have cameras built in. So you can pick up tablets fairly inexpensively. If you just want a Skype tablet, you can pick one up for you know, a half-decent one, you know, 150 200 bucks. like if you wanted to get a cheap one. If you are Apple everything, you might want to look at an Apple iPad. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the new top-of-the-line ones, I think they're in the $500 range, but they've got the, um, the iPad 2s. You can still go into the stores and get those. Uh, and they're considerably cheaper. Yeah, um, you can get a great deal for iPad this. Mini is like what three twenty nine or exactly. something like that. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. If she's already in the Apple ecosystem, yeah, you might as well stay there. And she could actually do FaceTime with her daughter if her daughter has a, oh yeah an I, iPad yeah. or an iPhone as well. So probably best to stick with that. If you don't want to spend that money for a brand new one, of course, go to the second generation iPad. You can get it for a really good deal. Yeah. There's lots out there because you know what people, you know how Apple fans are. As soon as the next product comes out, they have to get the, they have to get it. So they, they put the other one for sale. Yeah. So there's a big market for the used uh, iPads. Yeah. But also you can get the new, like the, I, the iPad 2, you can get new ones as well. I think they're in the $300 range somewhere. Um, you know, again, pricier than like a, a lot of the Samsung tablets out there, but um, if you are in that Apple world, you might want to consider sticking in the Apple world. But again, yeah. uh, the Samsung, they make great tablets, great pricing on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Skyping with uh, family is fantastic. The video quality is great. The funny thing is, like, I was never really a tablet guy until I got the Lenovo Yoga Pad. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is a $300 tablet with a built-in kickstand on the back. Yeah. I use it every day. And I never used tablets before that. And it's 300 brand new. Wow. And it, has, it does everything that uh, iPads or Galaxy tabs would do. Yeah, so that's the thing, Linda. Um, all the other tablets out there, they run what's called Android. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar kind of look and feel and use to the Apple iPad world, but it is a little bit different. There's a bit of a learning curve to it. Yeah. And so if you're used to the Apple world, you might want to, again, stick. Sell the old uh, Apple iPad you have. Mm-hmm.
use that money towards a new one. Exactly. We're going to have to take another quick break. When we come back, another uh, few more of your calls. If you're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. We're back. Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar taking a few more calls and questions. 604-280-9898. Bob, how you doing, Bob? I'm doing good. Um, I have a, a Fix Me sticker that I share with my daughter who lives on the Sunshine Coast. Yep. And it's expired. Uh-oh. The only way to find out the cost of recharging it is to plug it in, and she's up there and I'm down here. Okay. They don't post it on their website. Oh, yeah. I, Andy, do you know how much it is to get a, a new one-year subscription? No, I know. I, I believe when you purchase it, it's a one-year subscription. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think if you go to their website, they have a, they're, they're really no, good they with it. No, they don't. The, they say plug it in and then we'll tell you. Great. So it probably <laughs> it probably what that means is it, it's detecting the, when it expires. Yeah. And so once it does expire, they probably have some type of uh, push notification on there to, to enable you to renew it. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we don't have the answer there, Bob. We'll have to look into that and see uh, what we can come up and, and get back to you uh, on that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so a lot of these types of devices, they typically have like a one-year uh, subscription yeah. to it, and then you have to renew. Yeah, exactly. We've it. seen that with uh, Microsoft Office. Yeah. Now, instead of just buying the Office suite, you buy subscription packages for the year. Got Richard on the line. Hey, Richard. Hello, hello. Yes, uh, what do you do when you uh, don't remember your password and you can't get into your computer? Oh, excellent. <laughs> uh, you're running Windows? I'm sorry, yeah, Windows 7, yeah. Windows 7. Thoughts there, Andy? Yeah, that's a, that's a really tricky one. When you, when you can't get in and you don't have, and that's your administering password, yeah. your administration settings, you're going to be pretty much out of luck. There's really not much else you can do, and you might have to uh, start fresh and uh, format and put everything back on. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, with the administrator passwords on computers, it's something that um, does need to be remembered. We'll uh, look into that and see if there's any other backdoor ways uh, around that uh, for you. Maybe we can just get your uh, name and number uh, from our control operator there and see if uh, we can come up with a solution. The prize one more time, Andy. We're giving away a Virgin Mobile Samsung Galaxy Galaxy S5. It's the probably the most popular Android phone on the market. Rivals the Apple iPhone, has a fingerprint authentication so you can unlock your phone just with the swipe of your finger and also see your heartbeat on the back go to our website www.getconnectedmedia.com to enter to win the virgin mobile samsung galaxy s5 and while you're on our site be sure to look around and see other contests that are still open you want to enter those as well www.getconnectedmedia.com uh Great prize and great uh, what uh, Virgin Mobile is doing there as well with the regeneration program. Uh, if you buy one from one of their stores, the Samsung Galaxy S5, uh, they'll give 15 bucks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really amazing. You see someone like Sir Richard Branson, you know, he does these kind of charity initiatives all the time. So having something like that in Canada, I think, is a, is a great cause because people typically, Mike, get a new phone around every two years. So at that point, you could also help a good cause with, at the same time. So it's a great little charity kind of hit two birds with one stone when you buy a new phone. Uh, and just quickly for Richard there, who's uh, locked out of his Windows 7 computer, if you uh, Google how to reset a Windows 7 password, uh, there's uh, a, potentially some little tricks there you can do to try to uh, basically uh, re recover it. It's funny. I've had so many problems over the years, tech problems. One thing was never forgetting the administering password. I've been using the same one probably for years, which is probably not a good idea, but at least I never forgot about it uh, all these years. I 
I don't know if you do that as well, Mike. Keep like one password for your admin. I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we never forget it. But I yeah. guess you do put yourself at risk as well. Yeah. And apparently with Windows 7, uh, there's uh, a way where you can actually create a password reset disk in case you ever lose your password. But most people yeah. don't do that. So that might be something that you'll want to do, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming up uh, on our website as well as far as uh, video and our TV show. You can get more information at getconnectedmedia.com. Our show airs on BNN, the Business News Network, and also uh, Check TV Channel 6. We're uh, doing all the latest uh, product reviews, tips, and uh, tricks. Anything cool coming up, Andy? Well, one thing that we're doing is we're going to start creating a more YouTube series because everything's kind of going to the web. So we'll be doing a lot of content that you wouldn't see normally on the TV show that you'll see on our YouTube channel. And you can find that Get Connected TV show on YouTube to f- subscribe to that channel. So many places on the web. Looks like that's all the time we have left. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together and Andy Brom, our co-host and producer. Mike and Andy logging off. We'll see you again next week.